You're listening to Steel City Music. You're listening to Steel City Music. I'm your host, uh, Gunner Smith, Jamie Smith. I don't know. Midlife crisis. Do I call myself Gunner? I'm not on the air all the time. Am I? It was a stupid name. It stuck. It's Jamie. I'm falling apart, you know, and my next guest is just dying laughing at me <laughs> because, you know, she agreed to do the interview and it's hilarious. Uh, Francesca Panetta, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I, uh, I, I, I've, I'm sorry about my pre-recording diatribe on interweb technology. That was wonderful. It gives you character and I'm here for it. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel that both of us have a sort of kinship of like, we're going to put something out on the internet and yeah. please buy it, buy into it. So <laughs> I never have to have a day job and I can just do this for a living. Right. And we can just be chaotic and be ourselves and it's, it's all good. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, so here's the deal. Pop folk artist is your label. You're out of Toronto, uh, Toronto, Ontario. And when I went, I started like listening to some of the stuff that you put up online, Linktree and all the other fun stuff. Um, mm -hmm. At first I was like, she's, she's young. Like she see, like when you look at someone, you go she, in some of your photos, I'm like she looks like she's like 14, 15, like very young. <laughs> so, and, and just hear me out on this. This is just the old man rambling in me. When I was looking at you and you were performing on some of the videos and, and some of your songs, I'm, I'm watching you and you, 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 you said you're like a song songstress hippie. And I went, okay, that's that's a, a brand label, that sort of thing. But the more I was yeah. listening to you, you were, you were reminding me of someone who's become famous all over again, Kate Bush. Oh, oh, well, thank you. I'll take that as a huge, huge compliment. I hope um, so. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, look at what's happening to her now. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't have, I don't have much to comment on that. I'll just take that as a huge compliment. <laughs> well, on my end, it was just, there was a, there was just some of the thing about the visuals and some of the, cause her, her writing was very heartfelt based on books and life experiences. And, mm -hmm. uh, and then I was listening to some of your stuff as well. And it's like, you know, so few words, like the love letter, that sort of thing. Um, mm -hmm. it was, it, it was, there was some really strong lyrics there that invoked imagery. And, and that's where I draw the the parallels not so much of of that she's like a, a, a the youthful look that both you have at the same in like the same i was assuming the same age but she was a star when she was like 14 she got signed a record deal so there's that parallel with the two of you yeah well thank you very much um i mean yeah i do uh really try my best to create the imagery within my lyrics um so thank you for noticing <laughs> um but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I used to actually really struggle a lot with writing lyrics. I used to think that I wasn't very good at it and it probably was just cause I didn't simply didn't have the practice, but um, yeah, now, I don't know, something clicked within me a few years back. And when I was writing songs for my, uh, my original EP and um, yeah, I don't know, something clicked and I, I just got within this like zone in my head and I don't know, I, I, put a lot of effort into my lyrics now and and I feel that I'm better at it so I really appreciate uh you noticing the effort I put into it I love hearing that from people did it start with you as a performer starting out as um uh I want to do music and you were seeing other people's covers that sort of thing or was uh, because yeah. you just said like it was a couple years before you could just write your own material 
Right. Yeah. I used uh, back in high school, I did a lot of musical theater, did a lot of covers, um, just like at bar restaurant gigs and stuff. Um, and then even after high school, uh, I used to busk around Toronto and do a lot of covers there. And then during COVID is when I really got back into songwriting. It was like every single day, like 80, 70, 80, now well over 150, I'd say songs that I've written and just all in my little booklet. <laughs> how does it work with you um, bouncing the material, like the material, how do you know this is something that you want to record? Do you have uh, some gatekeepers in your life, other musicians, a producer, uh, a mom, a dad, a friend, that sort of thing? <laughs> um, it, well, my opinion is first and foremost for, for you know, it, when it gives a feeling, when you get that feeling of, oh, I think this can touch people or I think this, I think people can relate to this. I think people will get something out of it, you know? And then I take that and I do, I'll record a little demo in my little home studio here. And then I'll, first person I'll take it to is my brother. Um, Cause he's, he's not really a musician himself, but he loves music. Um, and I trust his opinion uh, greatly when it comes to, to music and, and good lyrics. Cause he uh, much like me is a very deep thinker um, and appreciates the imagery within lyrics, like we were talking about. So yeah, he's usually the first person I'll go to. And then other than that, it's just a matter of uh, what producer I'm working with and seeing what we can do together and what is going to, kind of click between us too so how um you just mentioned producer how many producers have you worked with so far um i'm going on my third now so i have kind of two songs two singles in the works right now um we're kind of still at the beginning stages of both but uh yeah two two different producers i'm working with and then i worked with um the amazing jeff wardell uh from your productions on my um, EP when the sunshine rains and on so few words as well. The, the, can you describe for us the feeling of making that transition? As you said, like, here I am, I'm busking, I'm playing just what everyone else does. They're going to these different bars. There's open yeah. mics. You're playing wherever you can play. So you can get your voice heard to, uh, mm -hmm. to, 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 to build that self-confidence as a performer. How did it feel for you to go into a studio for, with a producer for the first time? Well, it was something that I had been dreaming of doing since I was a little kid. So it was pretty surreal. Um, I was quite nervous going into it, I'll admit. But Jeff did a really good job of uh, kind of helping me relax. And and uh, it, it was it was actually a studio in his house that he had built that he'd had for years. So it wasn't like I was paying for the hour, you know, so it wasn't too much stress. Um, as it would be going to a regular recording studio where it's like you pay per hour. Um, so if you mess up, then that's another 50 bucks right there or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I didn't really have the stress of that, which was super nice. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it's definitely a memory I'll remember forever. So you, you do, how many songs did you do on that EP? Was it four or five? Um, six. Oh, it was six. Now, did you go into it with, with more than six songs and said, okay, this is, and you pared it down with him? Like, okay, all right, these are your, your top songs. So, yeah. So originally I recorded about 10 demos 
Um, cause this, he knew it was my first time working with a producer. So he kind of walked me through how we were going to do it. Um, so yeah, I went in with like 10 demos, uh, 10 different songs. And then he helped me narrow it down to, um, I think originally it was a top five, but then we decided we were going to add an extra one, um, later on in the process, which was actually when the sunshine rains, uh, which was the title track of the EP. So good thing I added it in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, he definitely helped me with it. My brother helped me with it. And then I just sent it around to a couple of different people whose opinions I trusted as well. And yeah, they all helped me out with the, the decision-making. <laughs> if you're just tuning into Steel City Music right now, I'm your host, Gunner, and I'm chatting with uh, Francesca Panetta. She's performing uh, part of Gussapalooza, which is September 16th to the 18th. It's a music festival um, in Cookstown, Ontario. Uh, do you know the, the date you'll be performing? Um, I believe I will be on the 17th. Is that the Saturday? It's the Saturday and I'll be on the acoustic stage from uh, 12 to 12.45. Okay, so you're going to be doing that. And there's other shows that you you have coming up um, in the next couple months, um, COVID permitting. <laughs> <laughs> so, but how does that work with you in regards to merch? Do, are you the type of artist that has uh, merch uh, to be sold? Or are you just streaming your stuff online for folks? So I'm still um, kind of new to the professional side of things, I will admit. So I don't actually have merch yet, but I should because my dad is, uh, he's like a screen printer. Um, <laughs> so I should. <laughs> but yeah, for Gossipalooza, I'm planning to uh, have some stuff available. Um, I'm hoping to have some physical copies of these as well, of the EP. Um, but yeah. That's the plan. Hey, man. Thanks uh, for taking the time out to chat with us on Steel City Music. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was uh, an absolute pleasure. Hey, this is Francesca Panetta, and you're listening to Steel City Music. Sunny days just on your face. Steel City Music.